Okay, so welcome back. I'll, I'll move this part. <laughs> welcome back to another episode of The Adaptive Citizens with your hosts, Ben and Elijah. Um, this is episode 10. We have hit the double digits. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Fake clapping, clapping noises added in as an audio. <laughs> okay, so culture problems. You were talking about culture, and, and that's kind of where we started with uh, talking about Tiana. and Yeah, so kind of like <clears throat> the – People are, I've noticed um, as time has gone on, and, and I've been starting to do my research on just, this is a bunch of stuff. And one of the things that always comes back to is that it's, we don't, like, government to an extent is a part of the problem. It's a part of the problem that we, we can only control so much, and we have people that we've hired or voted in to be whatever. But at our level, a lot of the issues that can be fixed are culture. And we as a, as a society or our community and culture, we're too self-entitled. We, we don't, as a society, as I wouldn't a, even say a culture because culture is more – So culture is the way you live. Right, but not all we, of us live the same way. No, and it's – what I'm saying is that there's too many people that are, are trying to be – either famous for, you know, like this is my life and are too self, too self-involved and they don't want to get out of their own way to help somebody. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're too self selfish absorbed too self-absorbed. Yeah. They, they don't realize that if we, if we started changing the way we look at things and that we are all in this together mm-hmm. And that if we would take this second, we see someone in need to help. Mm-hmm. Like, one, this is very, very small. Somewhere that, um, that the, the car show, um, my wife was with my son. And we always try to make a point, not in a, you know, like, we're better or anything, but a gesture this so very she, white of you i know so <laughs> basically what happened is this kid was was buying i think a hot dog some chips and whatever and yeah. whatever money he had the lady's like it's 21 dollars, and he had 20 dollars. and she felt so bad he looked at it and was like i guess I'll, i will not have this right and she whipped out a dollar and handed it to him was like hey okay get your thing and he was kind of like dumbfounded and and he's like, no, no, that's what you wanted. Here's a dollar. And, you know, but didn't like make it a big deal. It was just like, here you go. I'm helping you out. Right. And my son was like, that was so nice. Yeah. And it was like, but back in the day. That was normal. When our, when our community or the way we were, that was just, you just saw a person in need and you helped them. Like not even skipped a beat. You just did it. Yeah. And there's just so many times. I still, I still do that to this day. But, the, but there's not many people are doing that anymore. It's really weird. It's and really if, weird. And if we, you know, it's kind of like. Uh, God, I wish Tiana was here. She was literally almost in tears talking about this on the way home. What was the. Just just society and yeah. people. She she was like, I don't know what it is. She's like, I, I can't even like not cry about this. So. It's just people. Everyone seems just fucked up right now. So, okay. So part of it is. One, um, we as a society are so traumatized with everything going on, being forced to do the lockdowns, you know, the, we have always, and this is part of, this is a part of how you control the nation is creating, uh, fear all the time. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. And so we are always stressed now. Like yeah. even, even as much as I'm trying to be prepared and calm but okay, so gas prices are always going up. So you know, okay, what's the effect of that? Well, gas goes up, and then that means the diesel goes up, and that means the food goes up, and then that means right. now we have now we're having fuel shortages in some places where people don't have diesel. Twenty five food plants burnt down just mysteriously. So you have that going on. So I mean, it's hard to not be stressed the fuck out, especially when you're in an industry like you and I are in, where that's something that's constantly talked about because we are the protectors naturally. Yeah, we we have this weight on our shoulder of we have a duty, we have something well, okay. that we have to do, we have to do something about it. So on that, when okay, and how many people? How many people do you know personally that don't make enough money, and they basically, even if they spend their money right, 
They're living paycheck to paycheck. Everyone in my family but one person. So now when you raise the gas prices and you're and you're now spending their money that they didn't plan on spending, now they have to cut out more stuff. And now what's what's the breaking point when good men or good people become criminals because now they have to to provide for their family? It takes a lot because a lot of those men will get three jobs before they end up doing anything bad. Well, you're thinking of good men. Oh, I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm just in general. Just general people. Because that's when crime rates start going up. Yeah, that's when I started selling drugs. So... That's but that's what I'm yeah. saying. People don't like, they don't look at it as a big picture, and and I still I have which was it was I don't want to say comforting, but <laughs> that that story I posted on my Instagram of it was the John Travolta from Pulp Fiction. He's like looking around like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, does nobody else fucking see this. And then I had a lot of people DMing, but like, no, you're not alone. This and that. I'm like, but it feels like that. Because yeah, because nobody's talking about it. No one's talking about it. You go in the like in the grocery stores or. That's pretty much where I even go anymore. But it's everyone's just calm and just you know. You, there's you can tell there's they got no, their masks on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I it's really back. I wanted in one of the stores. I wanted it's not to ask back, him, but it's, no. The 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 it's, ideology is back. But I really wanted to ask him, like genuinely interested. Why are you wearing your mask? Like, what are you protecting yourself from? Yeah. What is it? What's new? Because the monkeypox one. That's that went away because it's Pride Month. Oh, no. So it should be rampant. because No, no, no. It's Pride Month. We're not talking about that until after Pride Month. J- July comes around. So Disease. just while we're on the same – before yeah. you go into that, while we're on the subject. So when I say this, take it with a grain of salt because everything that I say or hear <laughs> or you hear or you say should be taken with a grain of salt because nobody is ever 100% sure about anything. Yeah. But because we talk about the what ifs so much, I want to share this. Yeah. I have a guy. I have a few guys mm-hmm. that I consider my intel guys that okay. just share information from somewhat of an inside position within areas, within things. Sure. I'm not going to get too specific. Your they said says. The information says, theoretically, the weekend of and the week following the 4th of July, we are going to see a massive increase in the price of food, fuel, and a lot of other essential items. Which, do you remember in 2020 when everything started happening with COVID where everyone went crazy for toilet paper? Yeah. Now imagine that. On everything. On everything times 10. Now I'm not talking just the price. I'm talking about the reaction of the general populace because it's going to be mass fucking hysteria. Um, And if you look at everything happening, (laughs) by the way, Biden fell off his bike, fucking faggot. Um, (laughs) I just had to throw that out there. That was pretty funny. What a weak, weak thing to do. Sorry. Oh, I have to jab at him. Um, seeing the the reason why nobody's going to see it come. And so they're saying that the stock, mar- stock market is going to crash. Oh, Either been, It's been going down. It's been going down. And if you look at the trends of the last recession in 2008, so yeah. the last large recession, if you look at the grid or the graph, mm. it's almost identical before it fucking plummeted. Yeah, Almost looking, identical. Which is crazy. I was looking at, because this is one of the things I was looking into, was because <clears throat> we were like, oh, it's it's Biden's fault for the gas prices. And I, like, I immediately, I was like, oh, yeah, probably is, uh, this and that. And I looked more into it, and no, it's it's purely supply and demand. It's based on crude oil prices. Like, the, the government, it's not a government-ran thing. It's the... Shell or Chevron or whoever, it's their company making their prices. And there's some theories are saying that they're trying to make up make up the money they lost in 2020 when everyone shut down, they weren't driving. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at it and I looked at the it's like 20, interesting timing to do that to look at gas prices. No, in, in, interesting timing to decide to increase your prices and then utilize Russia as an excuse. Yeah, but it was but looking more into it because like, I want to be. I don't want to make assumptions because that makes an ass out of you and an ass out of me. Right. So I want to be more knowledgeable of like, okay, where is the price? Because I know there's a tax on it and that you can't control, but the price of that you can. And so anyways, so you mentioned 2008. 2008, the price of barrel or crude oil was $139 uh, a barrel. Right now it's at 110 what? So I, yeah. 
Okay. So what I wonder is I don't, and I have to, I'm trying to find the gas prices because they already said that we've suppressed or surpassed historical gas prices in the last 40 years. Yeah. And yeah. at that point in time, gas pri- or the, the cost of crude oil was $38 or no, $28 more per barrel than it is now. So why, why is it higher? So I don't know. Even then, so like getting back to culture and community, like I'm a car guy, so I look at car prices, projects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And because of, you know, quote unquote inflation, people are now like, there's, you know, shit boxes. They're like, oh, it's $8,000. I'm like, dude, you're only doing it because you're a greedy motherfucker and you're trying to go like, oh, well, if he can get that much, I'm going to try to get that much. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is this right here. This is why we're fucked up because we can't just go like, no, you're just trying to, you know, abuse a situation. Mm-hmm. And it's because of you, it's a, it's a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. You start going, well, I'm going to do it because of these prices. So then this person does it. I haven't raised my prices for my products. I think I raised it a little bit because Kydex costs went up a little bit. Right. But there's people that are just astronomically going up higher mm-hmm. season opportunity when I know their cost of goods are not that much more. Yeah. And it's just, it's sickening. Yeah. No, I, I, I see it every single day. I mean, there's a lot of people that are doing that. Um, there's some things where it's like, if you're having things made internationally, yeah, I mean, I get it because there's like shipments and materials and things like some materials have gone up in price. Yeah. Um, my point, though, before we go too far away from what I was talking about was what they were saying about the stock market specifically was that it's mm-hmm. going to crash while we're distracted during the weekend of the 4th. Mm-hmm. So come that following week when we just go to our weekly fucking grocery store to get our shit, um, things are going to be a quarter higher, half higher. I don't know how much higher. I don't know. Yeah. But they're going to be higher. Um, and then people are going to start to panic and there's going to be more st- – talk about it um i think that there's going to be more false flag shootings i think that's Mm going to continue to be pushed um because their goal is obviously to disarm us that is one of their main goals clearly with if you know anything about the world economic forum you know that part of that's population control they can't do that if we're armed and do you see like a lot of the things that has been happening they've talked about a year or two years ago Oh, they've been talking like, about for years, buddy. Well, I'm saying that, like, publicly you can find the open forum videos of it. And they're like, oh, the things they plan. Oh, well, this is what we're going to be doing. They already, disease. They've already said this summer there's, oh, there's going to be rolling brownouts and blackouts. And the first day they hit 95 in California, they shut off the power. Now, oh. uh, yes, the <laughs> Hoover say, Dam. Uh, Did you hear about the Hoover Dam? Uh-uh. So the Hoover Dam, uh, if you know anything about a dam... There's a lot of it. So there's a current of water that is forced through it. They allow, they can't just not let any water through. Yeah, so yeah. they let water through and it generates power. Yep. The power that it generates is supplied to 2 million Americans between California, Nevada, Arizona, and other countries, like or country states, <laughs> surrounding states, right? We're power in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, 2 million Americans are going to lose power because allegedly the Hoover Dam is. Uh, not, not getting enough water as fast as as it's allegedly evaporating. Um, what sources are saying is that there's a runoff from the Hoover Dam into, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe the state is Montana. I think it's Montana. I may be wrong. Someone correct me if I am. Um, take it with a grain of salt, like I said. But there is a state that isn't one of the main states that they supply the energy to mm-hmm. that is currently flooding right now. Montana. Montana. Montana is so, flooding. So Yellowstone is fucked right now. So it's it's flooding. So what yeah. they're saying, what the tinfoil hat people like us are saying, is that there's a runoff from the Hoover Dam that this water is being f- fucking f- fed to. So they're intentionally lowering the level of the dam in order to intentionally shut off the dam, to intentionally stop producing power, to intentionally shut off the power to 2 million plus people, to intentionally create hysteria. Well, to add on to that, um, so with power, um, people that are electricians, they're talking about 
the power grid in that if you if we were to really get rid of all of the cars that the green new deal and you know re, our retired government is trying to do our power grid cannot sustain or sustain uh, electric cars charging tonight. We don't have the infrastructure for it. No. Well, the, not okay. even just the 2 million electric cars within we, the state of California. There's not enough would, charging stations. We would have a blackout. 100%. If, if they plugged it in, we, there's not enough power to sustain that many vehicles. And it's like, so why, why, why are we pushing this so hard when... Because they got the kill switch on you. Yeah. It's a 100% non-deniable kill switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only like vehicle thing you could do, and even if you're... If you're going along that, because then batteries would be along that. Um, the only way, or if, if I were to create a vehicle that would be EMP proof, would be like a, and I'm horrible with years, I think 50s or 60s Harley Davidson with a Magneto. They're kickstart. They oh, yeah. require no battery. Yeah. Because the Magneto, as it spins faster, creates harder spark, and you'd have no battery to start it up. It just Because as it sits, it wouldn't need... The power and it, and it produces its own power. Plugs. Yeah, yeah. So that huh. that would be the if I was thinking of get like, a dirt okay, bike. Yeah, you <laughs> have to convert it to a magneto or some type of non-battery using setup. That's not a bad idea though. A bike's a good way to get around too. Yeah, I mean that's why they use it fuck. in post-apocalyptic movies. Hey, it makes sense now. Yeah, they're nimble, get great gas mileage. Hey, yeah, that's a great reason right there. That alone. <laughs> Not like you're going to be paying for gas back then, but or back then. I mean, up then. Yeah, or whenever in the future. A couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's just it's just sad to see, like, kind of what you're, you're saying, what your wife was saying, that it's it's not – the fixes are not hard. It's literally just being – saying hi to your neighbors or, you know, if you see someone in need, helping out because – like, oh, uh, I didn't tell you about this. Um, I think it was our last podcast. All right. Because it was late, right? When you were like a really late one. It was like. It was like one o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I got, I think I got at the exit. So I was, I was at my exit, um, going over the bridge and there's like, uh, an on-ramp from the other side. And this guy was kind of like rolling back through this door open. I'm like. What's going on over there? And I saw his foot, and I can kind of, I was like, "Oh, I bet you his car died or something. Something happened." And I felt so dumb too because I didn't. Oh, it was that day because I was wearing my 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 goon pants. I was comfy. Your sweatpants. Uh, yeah. So, and I didn't have my gun on me, so I was really like, "I'm fucking dumb." So I was driving the truck, flipped a bitch, came around, and was like, "Hey, man, like." you good? Like, you, do you need help? And he's like, yeah, I was trying to make it to the gas station and ran out of gas. And I helped him push. I kind of got mad cause he was a big dude, like overweight. And, and I got behind the car to help him push. And dude was just like chilling in his car. Like I'm going to steer. I'm thinking I'm like, dude, you better get your ass out and help me push. Cause we're pushing up an incline. Mm-hmm. So I got it over, but we let it coast down. I didn't gas anyway, so I followed and whatever. But I had this realization. I'm like, this is probably going to happen more often. People going like, yep. fuck, I can't make it to the gas station. And I don't know why people do that. My rule is when I hit a half a tank, it's gas station time. Yeah, you should when, start looking. If I get past half a tank and a quarter, like I'm like at a quarter tank, I'm fucking panicking. <laughs> I'm serious. I will not let my truck get below half a tank. Yeah. And if I do, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I didn't drive it last. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> Blame oh, it on God. the wife. Oh, no, I think that's bad. I had a, like, I got so mad. Um, my wife thinks it's, like, I don't know, like, her, her you know, her time to get gases. We're on E. The little, little gas thing goes ding. Oh, I'm like, no. I'm like. You can't do this. One, it hurts the fuel pump. And two, if something happens, like, you are very limited on your mileage. Like, yeah. So. I always look at it like, if I got to run, yeah, <laughs> I right? got to have gas because I'm fucking stomping on it. Right. <laughs> like, I, like, it's not even like, and I don't mean like from the police. I mean, like, just in general, like, 
If or there's a situation you need to get, yeah, like yeah. I got a phone call. There's an emergency. Oh, hold on. I got to stop for gas. Fuck you for not preparing ahead of time. Yeah. Um, or there, if, if you're like most men that are within this realm of ideology. Yeah. Um, we watch a lot of videos involving like self-defense or, you know, crime and stuff like that. And so there's a lot of carjackings that are happening or smashing grabs and a lot of these things happening just like broad daylight, gas stations, oh God, um, yeah. at stoplights, stop signs. I mean, be aware of where you're going. I mean, it's and, – and, and sometimes it's starting to happen in areas where it had never happened before. Um, you can blame whatever you want for it. It doesn't matter. But it's happening. So yep. you need to adapt to it. So one of the best weapons you have while you're driving – is your fucking vehicle. Yeah, that's a that's a big ass ramming. That's a bit so like think about it. Like I saw this video where this guy was on an on ramp to the highway. Mm. And it's one of those ones where like you're completely separated it's one lane. And then you got a guardrail on both sides, 3 feet high, and below you is another like an interstate. Yeah. And but it's like a different section to an interstate. It's like California or something. Super fucking congested and shit. And so there's only one car in front of him, and this car in front of him starts to slow down. He's like, why are you slowing down? You should be speeding up. Like, what are you doing? And you can tell that that's his reaction just by the way he's driving. Like, this isn't normal. Well, the fucking car in front of him stops before they enter the interstate. So there's nowhere for him to go. Yeah. But forward or backwards. He's got people behind him, though. So he's got nowhere to go. He's got nowhere to go. So whether the car behind him was involved or not doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The fucking four doors open on the car in front of him. All armed dudes get out. Where do you go? You hit that fucking gas pedal and you fucking go, baby. Send it. Send it. And if you have a chance to pull your gun through that same time, go for it. But you know what? Chances are you're not going to do that. We can't all be Rambo. We can't all be Rambo. You're not Jason Bourne. Hit the fucking gas pedal and go. Um I just think that that's something that a lot of people don't think about. Um, and transitional spaces is definitely something that needs to be talked about. A lot of people don't talk about that. Um, but that doesn't just mean just your physical body. The same no. with you, same with your vehicle, put your, so like even, so this is a situation I learned, uh, from somebody else's situation. My mom's ex-boyfriend had been getting pulled over mm-hmm. And instead of him just pulling over like a normal human being, he did it like a crackhead. And so he enters, he like doesn't pull over immediately. He goes into a parking lot and then he backs into his parking space to where he's facing the officer. So to the officer, this is a combative, a combative standpoint. Okay. He has an advantage, a combative Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, advantage. kind of smart. <laughs> And so they were like on edge, like, why the fuck didn't you pull over? Show me your hands, step out of the vehicle. Like they went a whole different route because of the way he went about it. Like you're supposed to just pull over, stop, keep your hands on the steering (laughs) wheel. Don't fucking move. But it's kind of like they got mad because they like, he outsmarted him. He's like, I'm on top. Like, and he didn't even do it intentionally though. (laughs) But like, he was just like, like, I'm just parking. And, but why he backed in, I don't know. Um, but when you go into a parking space, if you're like a single woman and you're going to like a, a, a grocery store, mm-hmm. park as close to the fucking cart return as possible. Pay attention to the vehicles as you're entering the parking lot. Like make a mental note of any type of situation or, or thing that stands out that doesn't look right. Yeah. Look for those same things when you leave. If they're still there, you better be on high alert. You know, like there's has to be steps. Like I don't even put my seatbelt on until I'm rolling. Like I know that they say in driver's ed school that you close your door and put your seatbelt on. Then you put your key. Fuck all that. The world is changing. It's time to adapt. Put your key in the fucking, before you even put your key in the ignition, close the door, lock it. Start there. Yeah. Before you get to your vehicle, especially if you're a woman and you have tinted windows, scan your fucking vehicle. I'm not saying go around with a fucking mirror and look underneath your car. I'm saying look inside your fucking windows. Get your head out of your fucking phone. Well, and even that, there's um, a lot of people who are uh, human traffickers or going to attack. They'll put little things on the car to identify it. Yep. Like, because they, they scan it like, oh, she's a single woman by herself. I'm going to throw something on here. 
if you see something out of the norm, don't fucking touch it. Get in your car and get your your ass out of there. Well, and so and that's one thing. Um, they usually do that on the rear of the mm-hmm. vehicle. So they'll do it on bumpers, trunks, tailgates, or windows. Yeah. Uh, and they'll do like the W1, a B1, uh, S1, whatever number. They'll do something. They'll do something to identify woman, child, boy, girl, whatever. Um, and then they'll do a number by it. Or they'll throw an AirPod on your fucking vehicle. Um these are, that's a whole different fucking realm, but yeah, it's, it's, these are things you need to look out for, yeah. but that's why like when I was younger, I look back at it. Like when we would go to grocery stores and shit, we would just go to whatever store was convenient at the time. Mm-hmm. There wasn't ever like one store we just went to. And so when you start to go to one store that you're familiar with, you start to familiarize yourself with the employees that are there, the, the atmosphere, the type of people and, and, and customer base that are there. Um, what the vehicles look like, what the parking lot acts like. It's kind of funny. You can, mm-hmm. there's different uh, attitudes. Oh, yeah. Like if you go to, say, Walmart versus go into like Albertsons. I was just going to say the nice Albertsons off of Eagle. Oh, my God. Yeah. I finally saw it. I finally oh, saw so that two story nice. fucking Albertsons. Hell yeah. I've never, I haven't gone in yet, but Dude. I saw it and I was like, that's the one. She's like, oh, my God, that's an Albertsons. It has a bar inside. Looks like an IKEA. Yeah, like it, you, and it has like the carts have little cup holders so you can go get a beer and then go shopping. Dude, I'm I've got to go there one of these <laughs> times. But my point is, is like we we usually go to Albertsons, but when we go to Walmart, it's for grocery pickup. So we mm-hmm. don't we don't go into Walmart. Yeah. And if you want to get fucking kidnapped, raped, or fucking in a fist fight, go to a Walmart parking lot because <laughs> you'll find it. Yeah. Sooner or later, you'll find it. I don't see state troopers patrolling anywhere else other right. than a Walmart parking lot. Why is that? That's it's who they attract. Exactly. So it's like the cheapest stuff you can get Attracts is Walmart. Human beings. Exactly. I mean, you're either wearing full camo or probably nothing when you're in that store. <laughs> you know, Bob, you just look silly. You just got a belt on. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's just, <laughs> but it's like every time I enter that parking lot, my demeanor. So, and it, it's not something that you can just train. This, yeah. this light switch mentality, which is it's very common within people that were in the military, too, is they understand that light switch. Mm. You were having fun. A higher up just walked in the room. Light switch. Yep. No longer shut your fucking mouth, eyes up. Like now it's the same thing, but when you are putting yourself in a situation that could be potentially dangerous. Now, I'm not saying you got to live your, health, your life on fucking high alert all the time and be fucking paranoid, but I'm saying just be aware be present of what you're doing where you are and who's around you at all fucking times well it's like uh what taylor was saying the different colors of awareness that we live in the yellow yeah you're aware of what's going on you're not like on high alert but you're just where you're, you're fucking aware. scanning yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> now you're the weirdo yeah yeah but he's like you know but you're aware you're aware of people coming in you're... i feel like i'm like bright orange bright orange. <laughs> like i'm like almost red because sometimes i catch myself scanning too much yeah and so i'm like stop because now i'm getting looked at but it's no, like you should identify people and they look suspicious even taylor and... taylor mentioned that though he was like, I feel guilty because he was like, he was referencing the Bible and he's like, I feel like I'm judging people. And I was like, it's not judging if it's a stereotype. And it's, and, it, and there's a difference between judging somebody and identifying somebody. Yeah, judging is looking down upon. Yeah. Whereas if you're identifying a, th- a potential threat, that's not, that's not looking down on. That's like making them aware, like, hey, I'm going to keep an eye on you. Right. And it's like, and if you, and it's the same type of thing. Like, there's like, why all the bad guys in your videos have AKs? Well, what is what 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 have people known forever? Bad yeah. guys have AKs. The good guys have the Americanized rifles, right? Which was funny. So, I was watching uh, the Hurt Locker mm-hmm. and the scene where they they just took out, or no, it was right before they sit and do the night the little sniper exchange thing. They go to they're on this patrol and they find this i guess british troops mm-hmm. and all of them have ak's and the guys are freaking out like they're bad guys and they're oh yeah like, and they're just no. like they look like contractors yeah yeah and they, but they all have ak's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like, well, yeah they look like bad guys yeah i mean that's part of being covert yeah you know and so um i think there's different perspectives to that but my point is is like to a level you have to blend in but at the same time you want to try and separate yourself um, yeah. And I started to learn that just over the last few years when it came to just like 
the gray man type mentality, which I'm not full on gray man. Um, like no, I, I, you could be picked out so fast. What do you mean? No, no, as no, far no. as like, I bet he probably has a gun. I probably he's like me. Oh yeah. You think I look like I carry a gun? Oh yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Converse and s- yep. fucking five eleven jeans. Well, these aren't even like tactical five eleven jeans. No, it's, just, it's your demeanor. You got the the watch. I look of, like I'm a fucking. I, I everyone thinks I'm a vet, and it's fucking hilarious. I mean, a lot of vets kind of. But I've always dressed like this my entire life. You have to get out of your comfort zone to really be a great man. Every time I went anywhere when I was doing shady shit as a younger kid, everyone thought I was a cop. Yeah, I mean, squared away, clean cut. Yeah, clean cut. I take care of myself, so I yep. look like a fucking fed. Yep. It's funny how that works. There's a, a holster guy. I shower. Yeah. So I'm 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 a subject. There's a, another holster guy, uh, Henry Holsters, and he What's was up with the H's and holster guys. That's I don't know. I really I realized that. And I'm like, God, I wish I would with something else. <laughs> Henry Holsters, Havoc Holsters, other names I won't mention. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one. Like there was a couple of like H's. I'm like, oh my god. Um, but anyways, he was he was posting his like his setup. He was you know kind of saying this is what he had, and he had like a little cinch pick and his gun, and like he had a pretty nice setup. But if you looked at him, you would never know. Dude looks like goofball. Wears Hawaiian shirts, but not like he's not yoked at all. And it's not like like if you, I don't know, I'll have to find a picture of him and show you. But he just looks like a little goofball, whatever. But dude's fucking strapped. Looks like strapped. Mike. Mike. I would never expect Mike to have a gun looking at him. He looks yeah. like a hipster. I would say, yeah, less likely. Knowing him, obviously, but... Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't want to dress like a hipster. No. I don't I don't want to dress like a jock. I don't want to dress like a fucking gangster. I dress clean cut. That's yeah. the way I look at it. Sometimes no, I wear a snapback, and I feel like look, more of a punk. When yeah, I you look modern-day tactical. It's kind of funny. It's kind of a thing now. It is. And it's not like, it's not bad. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, and like, and I, like I said, I'm not like full blown gray man. Like I'm not, if I was full blown gray man, that wouldn't be 5'11 tactical pants, Converse yeah, and a fucking try, operational shirt. You, I'd blend in exactly with where I was going. Yeah. You try to, you know, create a persona of whatever the environment. So I'd wear long Nike socks, Crocs and <laughs> fucking uh, sweatpants cut into shorts and a wife beater with a, a Cabela's hat to fit in with my current location. Oh my God. And I won't imagine getting domed by someone wearing Crocs. God, that'd suck. But back to our main point, uh, you have to adapt to pretty much anything. Yeah. You have to be willing to adapt. And there's four things that happen to you. Is it four things, fight, flight, freeze, or faint. Those are yep. things that are happen when you're exposed to a traumatic situation. So for me, I have either flight or fight my entire life. I've never mm-hmm. froze. I've never, I've never fainted ever. Um, I've, only, I've gotten close to getting knocked out before. That's different. I got rocked by this little kid one time. That's, that's forcefully fainted. Yeah, it was, it was like, <laughs> I earned that hit. Right. Um, but uh, no, like a lot of even. I'm not gonna say it. There is somebody within my family that isn't directly related to me mm-hmm. that is a little bitch, okay. but is supposed to be biologically the protector. Mm. And uh, I don't see this man being able to protect anything, and it worries me. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if is it is it is it his parents' fault? Is it his fault? How old is he? Late 20s. Late 20s. Early 30s. No. You can never place the blame on the parents. Um, even, I don't know, depending on the age, but... The fuck you can't. You... To an extent, but that's... that's So we're, we're, not, we're talking about here and now. And after the age of 18, that person, boy or girl, is at that point responsible to... Start moving forward. The parents at that point have done all they can, I hope. And if they can't wipe their own ass or they're not seeing that they need to fulfill this role, 
then yeah. that, that is what it is. I mean, there's yeah. some people I've seen. See, there, there's there, like, well, like, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. Like to give you an example of what I mean. So there's yeah. men like you and I mm. where we're in our home and there's another man that was invited by somebody else that we don't really know that starts to get loud. Okay. And we would stand up and be like, hey, this is my home. I need you to lower your voice. Mm-hmm. This guy would cover his ears and go to the other room. So there's different. There's two different types of people. So, yeah, I can see like – I mean, that's probably in a way that they're raised, probably coddled, probably yeah. had their way with, like, they probably were, the the parents didn't allow them to either self-soothe or understand, like, stressful things happen, this is how you deal with them. <laughs> they probably just went, you know, oh, it's okay, and they coddled right. to this child. See, and that's how I would, that's how I would look at and it. I, and I could see that, but then at the same time, there's someone like me where, like, I didn't have that. I had to learn this shit on my own. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that person, that yeah. would be the reaction. That's right. because yeah, yeah, of yeah. that's how they, they were they, raised. They covered their ears because it was, it was loud. They probably weren't exposed or the way they were exposed to a stressful or loud or confrontational situation. Mm-hmm. They probably either were pulled away or the parents, you know, coddled that child. Yeah. And so they don't understand how to internalize and and like man up see and like for me like i i hate loud noises but i don't close my ears and run in the other room but like no you I stand have up that, to it and you either you know you say something or if it's not going to change yeah i have a sensitivity to constant unnecessary loud noises yeah so it's like gunshots fuck yeah <laughs> you screaming for no reason mm. i'm gonna hurt you <laughs> like God, you know what's funny about that? We have a chicken. Her name is Donna King. What? Yeah. So, like, you know Don King? Like, the guy that I think he promoted – was either Mike Tyson? Yeah, I think promoted Mike Tyson. He had the, the tall gray hair with, like, the white in the middle. Oh, yeah. His name yeah. is Don King. Yeah. Well, since we have our chicken, it's the Polish and Scott, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Donna King because <laughs> she's got the attitude, too. <laughs> But That's a she, great name for a chicken. But when she crows or she makes her little noise, it's just like, Aah! it sounds like someone fucking whining. And I want to shoot that goddamn chicken because I'm like, that is the worst noise <laughs> in my life. Not the, like that chicken, but just people fucking whining. I'm like, like I don't know. That That is like my big one of my biggest pet peeves is people complaining. Oh, like, I can't. I can't, and I mean, I I think everyone complains to some extent, but well, like, no, okay. So let me put let me preface that when you complain with no intent to fix or yeah. remedy the situation, yeah, that's where I get. In. That's when I'm like, I start like people in my life. If you start doing that and you never do anything to fix it, you'll stop hearing from me. Yeah, because it's like I'm here. If I if you need my help, I'll help you. Whatever. But if you keep complaining. And you're not doing anything about it. Like clearly, you just want to complain, and that's that's you're sucking the the energy out of me, and I can't do that anymore. I well, and that's why people are like, well, what do you, what do you do? What do you hang out with, Ben? <laughs> yeah, because we're always like pumping each other up. Like, well, we work together on different levels, and we see eye to eye on a lot of things, and it's just like. It doesn't feel like just a conversation in general. It doesn't feel like work. No. And so like you, even with like people that you think are cool that you meet. Um, Never meet your heroes. Well, but it's like you, 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 you yeah. But you, you meet people like uh, just people. So I'm not going to use anyone in well, specific. I'll, I'll, okay. You meet people and you're like, yeah. oh, this is a fucking cool guy. But the conversation just seems weird. So yeah, so my my experience. So I was a I was a bouncer, security guard at the Neen Factory. So I saw a lot of uh, music celebrities, and mm-hmm. I got to talk to a lot of them. And that's why I tell people never meet your heroes. There's a lot of people. There's only one or two that I would say were fucking chill and just like cool ass dudes. Right. There were a lot. They were just prima fucking donnas. They had a complex, or they were just dumb. Like they just they didn't know anything else. They just knew what play they music did. and like abuse women or 
look at them as objects and stuff. And I just, it really changed my perspective. Off. Yeah. I used to look at women as objects when I was a kid. I think that's just, that's just hormones. <laughs> like they're all bitches. That was my mindset as a kid. Bunch of hows. You do like the, uh, the little doggy that's like air humping, like, <laughs> yeah. I need a girl. Mm hmm. Yeah. But nah, it's just, I don't no. have, it's funny you say that though. That term don't meet your heroes. I don't have heroes. It's it. As you get older, you really don't have them. There's some people that I I do kind of look up to in that their perspective or maybe what they're doing in their life. Like my my uncle who let me drive his tr- or his uh his car, most humble dude. Um, yeah, I I guess I could say I look up to my grandpa. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's not like they do like something that's exceptional, but what how they conduct their lives are like I want to aspire to that very honorable human being yeah. yeah yeah that's that's my grandpa Wayne he's a badass like chief of fire he's uh, a god-fearing man very respectful like god bless my grandma I love her uh, I'd do just about anything for her but man she's got it so easy because that man <laughs> he works his fucking ass off and but she that's... just stays home but that's how it used to be. Oh, yeah, but he still manages to this day to There's... keep her home and keep her happy and built her a new home. And not only that, he's like a head chef and a fucking fire chief and all this other shit that he does. I don't even know. Like, I've never even really met the guy. Well, there's some people that they don't – they have to have purpose. And I'm sure he's right there. He's like, if I stop working, if I – don't have something to be looking or working towards. Right. You know, they just don't know what to do. They're like, there's people that shortly after retiring, um, if they don't have like a hobby or something that they're working towards, they usually die. Yeah. Well, and it's he's crazy. He's, every time I see this guy, he doesn't look like he ages. He's like Tom Cruise. Oh, jeez. He's just like a vampire. Is he in Scientology? I fuck. I don't know. But the dude's <laughs> just like, you, you go, you just feel like, He's the type of man that when you stand next to him or you like shake his hand and get, you know, say hi, you just feel like I'm never going to be good enough. But he doesn't have like, like the Donald Trump mentality. Like I'm better than you. I'm richer no. than you. I'm I golf. You know, he's For just him, like, this is just what you did. Yeah. And he's just like, and again, this is goes back to this. It's like I got to prove to him that I'm a good guy. You know, it's culture. It's it weird. A whole different culture back then. Yeah. It's cool, man. And now it's, it's not no, and it's kind of like I was I was as you were talking I was thinking about just uh, you you have your post uh, find your tribe. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing. It's it's uh, the mentality of find your community, mm-hmm. find your like minded dudes, help support each other up, make plans. But I think ultimately what people don't understand like part of that really needs to be is you find like-minded people so you can help build each other up, make yourself stronger, make each other stronger. Yeah, and just. Because if we start doing that and become more self-reliant, we start really building our community stronger, Mm -hmm. that makes us less controllable. Well, and your community is what you're directly involved with. Yep. And so that could be anything or anywhere, which, by the way, I'm going to be petty for a second. Um, (laughs) Find Your Tribe wasn't a thing ever before. That term... I have been seeing it more. It's become more natural and there's and i deleted a part from my post because it was pretty petty but i'm going to say it now on the podcast because i can be petty on my podcast um there's people utilizing that term that act like they don't know who the fuck we are when i know they know who we are because there's people associated with them or they have seen us and i've heard them talk about us or i have talked to them before and then they act like they don't know who we are because they're so cool Mm -hmm. there's people playing that um or they're doing something, they're literally doing the commenting thing just like us and then don't. not tagging us or giving us like, and it's like, and and at the same time where I'm like, I don't want, I don't, I don't need you to involve me in what you're doing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it'd be nice to be like, Hey man, that's a good idea. I love what you're doing. I, I acknowledge that you exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just very... Uh, I don't even know what it is. It's it's only something you experience through social media too because it's very weird. It's like you're stealing somebody's idea. That's why social media needs to burn to the ground. I fucking hate it. It's so dumb. It's like this was a great idea for people to connect together and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and if more people are doing it, then awesome. But don't act like you came up with the fucking idea. 
even the term find your tribe didn't exist before we did it. I'm sorry. It didn't. In different areas of the world, sure. Yeah. Sure. But within the two-way community, who said that first? Well, and it's... Who said it? No, seriously. Who said it before us? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I'm not saying I want credit or a pat on my fucking back, but I'm just saying nobody's giving me credit or a pat on my fucking back. And everyone's saying it. Yeah. But like, it's the silly thing about annoying. that. Yeah. Is that it's, it's, it's to build community. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. And that's it's, that's and a it, selfish side in me. No, no, no. What I'm, what I'm commenting on that is that it's to build community, right? Correct. Then you have these other ones that are like, Ooh, this is our thing. Right. And it's like, well, why, why wouldn't you just throwing it out there is involve the people who created it and start creating this network of multiple brands doing the same thing yes. and really start. Yes. Cause then it's not just you doing your thing and this guy doing his thing. It's how about we connect? Yes. You know, touch peepees. Yes. And just make the whole thing big. That's what I'm of, saying. Yeah. That like, cause you have all these individuals that are watching these larger people and these larger yeah. names, companies or, or individuals. Um, and some of these individuals are there have grown on their own yeah. because of associations with other people. And, they act like they're this better than art thou person. And I've remained humble for a very long time when it comes to like my status or the level of expansion within my business. And I don't see that a lot from a whole lot of people that are on that same level or higher. A lot of people just want to be famous. They are very selfish and they just like, and it even, it kills me too. And they're like, Oh, I've got this many followers. I'm like, what does that mean? Right. What do you? What do you? What, and I, I what does that translate? To? I had to accept that a long time ago too. After we got deleted the first time, it was like, mm-hmm. when I lose this, you're still you. I'm still me. So it's like, so I'm looking back at it from, what have I done for this industry and the community that we've built within this industry, that gives the company the name that it has, mm-hmm. and so, I don't. I've seen a lot of people doing open range days or people are just now starting to do events, open events for Which the community. Like, this is a community. And it's just like, what, who gave you the idea? Where'd you hear that from? I mean, like what, you, you, your business isn't about that. That's not why your business started. Your business is X, but now you're doing Y. And I'm asking you, what enticed you to do this? Is this to produce more sales or is it because you genuinely care about the future? I want to know. And I want to ask, I want to put these people on this fucking podcast and I want to ask them, give me a good fucking reason why you do this. And I want to see it. I want to see your eyes when you say it, because I want to feel it. So if I don't feel it, I can fucking but read bullshit. But isn't part of, but wouldn't you, you, feel good knowing that you created that, that you created that would, ripple. I would love to, but I want to know that it's genuine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, cause I can see a lot of genuine, like there are some genuine kind of, fucking dudes. I've met a lot that are doing open range days that are bringing their tribes together, creating their own little communities. They've got fucking full on militias, like state to state, like, and it's beautiful. But then you have these other guys over here that have like a little bit of clout and they start doing this stuff and it's so all for exposure. So you see more, you're wanting to make sure it's more of community than it is marketing. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So like, obviously when we do these things, I'm going to bring things to sell because I am spending a lot of fucking money to make this happen. I'm losing well, more and, money than I make 90% of the time. And no one's forced to buy anything. No, you're no. just given the opportunity of that while they're here, if they like to buy it, there it is. Right. But if not, if you just show up and you hang out and learn something, that's great too. But it's like, I have a reason I could give. Yeah. But just right then, there's no hesitation. Do you? Mm-hmm. Like my entire company's basis was based off of community from day one. Yeah. Now, like I said, I'm not, this isn't me comparing fucking you and me. I'm just saying like, I want to see the genuine side of it. Yeah. Because I see all your cool ass pictures and your cool videos of the day, but I don't hear anything from anyone else. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, it's. I just don't want to see things. It's the same thing with any type of societal or cultural well, it, fucking thing is I don't want it to go the wrong way. I don't want people to get the wrong something. idea. 
Yeah. You're, Using a good thing. Yeah, ruining something that actually intentionally, like, and then, so let's say you see Find Your Tribe or one of these community events with, like, one of these big guys, and then they get this really bad taste in their mouth, and then they don't know who I am, but then come and see what I'm doing. And they're, and they're like associating yeah. it with something they've already, you know, been involved in with before. And they're like, ah, fuck all that. That's all fake. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, though. Yeah. We've connected thousands of people. We've had tons of events from day one since 2020. And it's been the most like fucking heartwarming fucking thing I've ever done. Yeah. Apart from like family stuff, like outside of that dude, like that's what I'm most passionate about because I know that at the end of the day, no matter what crazy fucking thing ends up happening in the world, it's all of us against them. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know what your feelings are on it, but what's that PNW is it Orion Training Group? Uh, PNW Orion? I don't. No, know. no, just up in the PNW. They have there's a group <coughs> up there that does training, free training, like monthly, and it's supposed to be some like legit dudes. That was Orion. Uh, I don't know, but kind of the same thing. They, they, from what I saw, they've been doing it for a while, but they're saying they. If if I'm thinking of the same thing, that I might be wrong, but if I'm thinking of the same thing you're thinking about, I think that that same company is someone that I'm referencing in this. Really? Yeah. It's a, they they give off this persona that they're about yeah. this. They're there for the people. We want to help you. I'm an ex-cop. I learned all these things. Come learn from me. Bullshit fucking cocky son of a bitch. Now, I'm not, I'm, I don't know, like 100% yeah. if we're talking about the same person, but there's a oh, lot no, of groups, like, a lot of companies. This a group. And a lot of, well, yeah, but so were we, but it was 90% me and my wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, <clears throat> like, people, they, they mask all of that with this person's resume. Mm -hmm. And then they're just like, well, it's, it's genuine information. Well, great. Is, is what the reasoning behind why they're doing what they're doing genuine. That's what I want to know. I may yeah. not be the most informative person in the world, and I'm not teaching these cool guy CQB classes all the fucking time, but what the fuck are you going to do with CQB? I'm sorry. It's honestly, it's, it's cool guy stuff, but it's not, it's not as valuable as fucking just growing a garden. No, see, and that's actually, I had this conversation with my buddy Logan the other day. Mm. Was he, he tagged me in this post where this guy was like talking about civilians and CQB training and how it's going to get you killed. And he piped off at this guy like, <clears throat> sorry, my throat. I sound like I was about to cry. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> no, but like, uh, he was like, yo, like, fuck you for talking shit. And he was like, what are your opinions on this? Like asking me in a message. And I was like, I agree with him. And <clears throat> the reasoning behind why I agree with him, and I don't have the post in, to give you exactly what he said, but he essentially said um, civilians putting all this time, effort, and money into cool guy CQB training is useless because that's not how real combat works. 99.9% mm -hmm. .9 of the time, you're not going to be kicking in a door and fucking doing this clearing and searching and you know, breaching and <clears throat> no, it's, especially it's, as a civilian. No, because usually when you're when you're doing that <clears throat> stuff, it's you're looking for someone and you're on a mission to do something. And who like, gave you that head to go after? Exactly. So, yeah. whereas a civilian, <clears throat> you know, we're more in a survival mode. We're yeah. trying to, to evade or try to react to other forces. So it's not like you know, unless you know, we'll just say hypothetically world's done and you're trying to go maybe raid a building for resources i could see that right you know but and that's where my mind's always yeah. been but that's going to be far and few between and that's you know not in the <clears throat> the likelihood of that happening is like a fraction of a percent yeah you're like, you're living in hollywood yeah the well not just cqb <clears throat> but just you know our post-apocalyptic <clears throat> world like but just think about really like that has to happen think about any combat in the last like 20 years i think the closest we've gotten to like real urban stuff was maybe 2003 the invasion of iraq yeah that was that's where <clears throat> cqb really got popular right and that's where it got cool mm -hmm. and now you got dudes in ukraine doing it too but yeah but you more... see their tactics like you see the way that like 
okay, there's an open window here and they're gonna shoot this side of the stairs. So you have to run down these stairs super fast and while you do it, I'm just gonna suppress fire. That doesn't take a fucking maniac or like a brainiac to understand that if I keep shots on where that last known position of this guy was while you move, he's probably gonna keep his head down. Yeah, like suppressive fire is pretty easy to understand. Yeah, you don't have to be a fucking genius to understand that. But it's the things like that that people don't know. Or like even Nick did a post about it earlier today about Mm -hmm. what a squad leader, team leaders, and the other soldiers' purposes within it and what your roles are. It's very important that you have structure within your group and understand where you stand and don't be like, well, I want to be the head honcho. It's like you probably can't. No. Do you understand logistics? Well, and even then, like, you you have to be able to like the, your 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 soldiers need to be able to listen to you, respect you, and look up to you. And if they don't have the respect of you, you're not gonna be a leader. <clears throat> yeah. You need to have someone that they were they can trust and go like, okay, he's gonna take care of us. And you could have someone who knows logistics, but that's all their mind is, is just like they're gonna provide right. that. Like yeah. it's just everyone's valuable. It's just you you know, and it's, it's sometimes it's natural progression. Yeah, and some, but you ha- you need to know your place. Yeah, um, and usually that needs to be something that's said out loud, especially in a civilian world. Like it's not like the military where it's structured, where everyone is like ranked differently. Yeah, and like they're promoted at different times and things. Like it's different than that. Yeah. So it's just go. What are your skills? Okay, that'll be your duty, and work from there. And the more you work together, you realize who's strong at what and who's not, and that's how you get better. But. Structure is very important. Yeah, 100%. very important. Um, I don't know. Is there any way you want to end this? Is there anything like extra you want to add? Um, <clears throat> I just can't stress enough. You know, if you can check on your neighbors, you know, like you live right next to them. There's no reason for you not to, you know, try to build your community in that area. And it doesn't take like you have to go and go to the movies or anything, but just say hi, let your yeah. presence be known, you know, know that, you know, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause then, you know, then you can build that. If something's happening next door, they're going to be like, Hey, uh, some dude was kind of creepy looking through your window or, you know, you start building that. And it's your just, neighbor should have your phone number. Yeah. And yeah. it's, people don't realize that, you know, that's why things are the way they are is because we're, I mean, I live in a subdivision. I probably only know, Two or three of my neighbors, and there's like, you know, 40 or Really? 50. Yeah. Dude, I know more than you. Oh, yeah, you do. I know all my neighbors. All I mean, of them. I know a few of them. Well, okay, so like when you enter that area where you take that left and then you go all the way down. Yeah. All of those houses I know, left and right. All of them. Yeah. But the other areas I don't because that's, I'm not really in that area a whole lot. Yeah. But most of that side of the area is very, like, everyone's separated, you know? But, like, yeah, everyone watches out for each other. Everyone, like, whenever they're trying to, like, build an extra subdivision or something, we all sign the petition. We're like, fuck no, don't bring any more people, you know? But you think, too, if you never introduced yourself to anybody, you know, do you think anyone would ever let you know something's going on in your house? No. I even, exactly. even uh, Tyler, who you met tonight, yeah. he even texted me. He was like, yo, there was someone that just knocked on my door. They TP'd the neighbor's house, keeping a lookout. And I, like, checked my cameras and shit. And I was like, I didn't get anything, yada, yada. And it's like, you know, so it's it's good to have that. It's yeah. like, we're not, like, neighborhood watch. We're just friendly neighbors. Yep. And it doesn't really, like, people, it doesn't take much. We even give our neighbor, neighbors eggs, you know. Yeah. Or, or, like, my other neighbor, Wayne, he let me borrow his fucking... Uh, uh, what was it? One of his saws. I don't know yeah, what yeah. it was. It was like a jigsaw or something. Make a VTAC barrier. I was like, hey, I don't I fucking broke mine. He's like, here's this and three batteries. I was like, sick. You know? But isn't that cool? Like how. Yeah. Some, just simple kindness and. You know my wife's saying, name. You know my son's name. You know my dog's name. Like, you know everyone that's there. And so it's nice though. Like when I was younger, you'd see older neighbors and you'd be like, they're so nosy. And it's like, they're watching out for you. Yeah, they don't care what you're doing. They're just. Being a good neighbor, people don't realize that. They well, because then when they start to realize your patterns, which sometimes it's not always good for everyone. It's good to be unpredictable to some t- some extent. Yeah. But it's good for them to know who should and should not be in your home. Hundred percent. And if they see anyone like this, some they even asked about your your car one time. You know the guy <laughs> in that cop car? Yeah. That's my buddy. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Just, just making sure. But see, now they know. They then, know if I ever come roll down, they're yeah. like, oh, we already know who that guy is. And I usually told them, I was like, whenever the flag's up, all my friends are coming. 
<laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, cool. So like that's they would ask, like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, just a little get together. Yeah. You know, you have six cars in front of your house. It's like, yep. Yeah. Whenever you see the flag, they're coming. That's like my warning to my neighbors. That's funny. It's I swear to God. Yeah, but that's smart, you know. The, it's, it's out of respect. Prepare yourself. Get your ear, ear pro out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, no, I just, you know, it's it's stuff that we can fix at our level, and people always complain about the government. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that they're not a problem, but I think there's a lot of stuff that we can fix at our level that mm-hmm. would make our lives a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Build yeah. a garden, man. Start. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you're not going to be successful all the time, every single fucking time. But, but I bet don't you lose faith. That old lady down the road, she might have been building gardens for 20 years. She probably gives you some really good knowledge. Fuck yeah, dude. See? Like, Fuck it's just. Yeah. And they would love to come over and see it they probably, because yeah, they are my, nosy. Oh, yeah. My mom loves coming to see our garden progress because she's been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she gives little tips and things to help me. She's like, oh, did you try this? And. Oh yeah, try that. And we gave her some stuff that we, you know, found with little thingy that goes under the leaves so they stay off the dirt. And mm-hmm. but it's just it's all about community, man. Yeah, yeah. Community first. Well, family first. Community yeah. second for yeah. sure. But the closer you are to your community, the better off you and your family will be in the long run, one hundred percent. So do something. Donate oh, yeah. some time. Volunteer. Do do something. Um, you don't have to be a fucking politician to be involved in your community. Nope. So. All right. All right. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay, episode 10 is a wrap. Good. All right. Adios, bitches. Bye.